Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast, but before we jump into this week's episode, I want to give you a little fact of the day. Most of our listeners are women. Shout out to all you ladies. Um, But ladies, I got a quick question. Are you married? Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a best friend that's a guy? Maybe they're like me. They like to shower uh, a lot. They wash their face a lot. And so I use Mary Kay Men Daily Facial Wash. My mom got me started on it. She got me started on the Advanced Facial Hydration Sunscreen. Uh, SPF 30, I throw that on before we got on the lake or anytime during the day to make sure my face doesn't burn because my face is the first thing to burn, especially my cheeks. And then I use the advanced eye cream. Why? Because I stay up really late, wake up very early, and I am exhausted. But the great thing about the eye cream is it helps the bags and dark circles under my eyes not look as bad so people can't tell that I've been staying up all hours of the night. And one product that I use that's not from the Mary Kay men's line is called TimeWise. It's an age-minimized 3D night cream. I really have to use a lot of lotion at night. Especially after I shave, my face dries out, especially as it's getting colder weather now. And I love the smell. I love how well it moisturizes my face. Uh, So ladies, get them for your men. Um, Obviously, Mary Kay has tons of products for women as well. Or to all the guys listening, um, try any of these products. And there's more products than I just mentioned, but that's what I use on a daily basis, and I love it. Uh, You're probably thinking, how can I get these products? Well, I'm glad you asked. My mom, I call her mom, but her name is Tina Hearn, T-I-N-A-H-E-A-R-N, and you can find her at www.marykay.com forward slash forward slash T Hearn. That's marykay.com, two forward slashes, the letter T and Hearn. That's how you find her. So you can get all your products right from your computer. You can order them online, get them shipped right to your door, and you won't regret it. Um, She has helped so many people as an independent beauty consultant with Mary Kay not just me. Bethany gets a lot of her products from her, um, and she has sensitive skin. So even if you have sensitive skin and you have to be careful, but she uses a few things from my mom. Maybe your skin's a little uh, drier, so you use these moisturizers like I do. But I recommend these products, and you will absolutely love them. So you'll want to check them out. Like I said, that's marykay.com forward slash forward slash T Hearn. Reach out to her ASAP. Thanks so much, guys. Let's dive into this episode. Hi, I'm Kenneth Tyler Hearn. And I'm Bethany Hearn. And this is the Free Life Podcast. The podcast where we learn how to walk in the free life, what that means, what that looks like, and we want to help you guys live your free life as well. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Hello, everyone. It is week three of our four-week Um, I guess if you want to call it um, a series, we're taking the month of August and covering our vision for the ministry, the podcast. Um, If you're new, this is the Free Life Podcast, uh, where we learn what the free life looks like for our lives, and we help you guys do the same thing. So this month of August, we wanted to take uh, every week and kind of dissect our vision for the ministry, for the podcast, where we see 
the ministry going, where we feel God calling us, and what we feel called to do. Not only one, to clarify for ourselves and for you, but if there's anyone new listening, maybe it'll give you a better understanding or a vision of what we want to do so that you can tag along or come along with us um, and be a part of the mission and vision um, as we do it. So, so far we have gone under or gone over the P for preaching, um, for teaching, for for however we get the Word of God out. Then we had H, which was healing um, from preaching, from hearing the Word of God, from hearing the truth. Um, there is healing. There is healing in your minds, bodies, and spirits. But we're still sticking to our core verse um, or verses in John 8, 31 through, 8, or through 36. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So that's where we get it from. P, like I said, was preaching. Jesus says that if you are a slave to sin... Um, or if you sin, uh, if you're not a child of God, you are a slave to sin. So that's where the preaching and the truth comes in, and then from that we find healing. But next today, um, we hit R, which is restoration. Um, I really haven't even given you a second to, sorry. I was trying to do a catch-up, and I really haven't even let you say anything. No, man, I'm just letting you, letting you talk. But uh, R is for restoration. Once again, just like healing, um, once we find out that we are slaves to sin, um, we become followers of Christ. Um, I know it sounds good uh, to accept Jesus in our heart, but Scripture says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that we repent of our sins, um, we will be with children of God. We... uh, And so from there, we not only find healing, but we find restoration. Um, Because if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Meaning, if uh, I love what it says in Joel 2.25. So God was telling the prophet Joel, he says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. Um. And there's another part in Isaiah 61 that, you know, it's I have in our notes, verses 3 through 7. Um, but really just hitting the parts of Isaiah 61 that says, Give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, um, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Rebuild the old ruins. Um, Like I said, it's too long to read, but I want to hit those points in saying that part of our ministry is we believe that God is still doing that. Not just the Old Testament, not just 2,000 years ago, actually longer than 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago probably, um, that Joel and Isaiah wrote those prophecies. Mm -hmm. 
But I believe that as children of God, we can still find restoration. We can still find, um, as, as it says in Isaiah, beauty for ashes. God wants to turn things around. That doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect or everything's going to be beautiful. Everything's going to be you know, all hunky-dory, as the expression says. Um, but we also understand that what Satan wants to hold us back with, what Satan wants to hold us down with, um, God wants to turn that mourning into joy. God wants to turn uh, the ashes into beauty. He wants to console those who mourn in Zion, as it says in Isaiah 61. Um, restoration is important because, as I read in Joel, you know, sometimes it feels like uh, swarming locusts have eaten, and I, I heard a sermon one time on this because it says swarming locusts and crawling locusts and consuming locusts and the chewing locusts. It's alluding to all the different types of locusts that eat the uh, eat the things before it even buds up to plant, and then it eats the plants once it matures, and it eats the things laying on the ground. It eats the thing blowing in the wind. So it pretty much alludes to every crop that you have is being destroyed. Yeah, and in the Old Testament, crops were provision and so it's the enemy taking away your provision and so we believe that god is still restoring and bringing order to disorder whether it's 2000 3000 4000 years ago or 2022 2023 2025 2030 if the lord tarries god is still doing that god is still able to restore what the enemy takes from our lives and more than just restore i feel like sorry (laughs) more than just restore like i feel like and and we may cover this more in the next one when we talk about encouragement but um you know not only restore which is give back what was taken from you or restore something that was you know broken or in shambles or in pieces your church your relationships with family and friends and and, you know, things that were once broken or lost, he not only restores those to you, but then he gives you better than what you even had yeah. to begin with. Yeah. So I feel like it's not only restoration, it's also, like I said, we may cover this more in the next episode, the encouragement part, but, you know, it, it it's, you know... No, yeah. I, I don't, um, what I'm trying to say. No, no. Um, I'm reminded of a sermon that I preached some year, probably, oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, talking about jo- uh, Job, um, because Job lost everything. Job lost his children, all his crops, all his um, all his livelihood. Then he got boils, and, and then, you know, his wife had a mental breakdown. Yeah. Um, his friends were crap. Um, but I say all that because it says that once Job went through all that and Job did not turn aside from God, um, it, it says that Job was restored everything and more. Mm-hmm. Job was, was restored double. So I like that you say that um, because that is also true. Once again, not everything is going to be hunky-dory. Not everything is going to be good. And I also, you know, I, I saw a post the other day that a minister wrote that, you know, kind of relying on God to restore um, it, it's kind of false. And what I mean by that and what the post was saying is that, you know, expecting God to restore or almost, you know, telling us why it was taken or expecting him to restore, that may not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I guess I say that because I, I don't want to promise that it can always happen. Right. I guess, side note. Um, but I do like that you said that, you know, as Job, what we lose, we will be returned and restored in in the future. Right. Um, and it may not look like what you want it to. Yeah. You know, y- you may not per se restore the order that you want in the manner that you want. Yeah. You know, maybe you got church hurt and you want to restore that relationship. Maybe it's not the relationship that you think it's going to be. Maybe it's not that church that hurts you. Maybe it's a different church that is going to restore, Yeah. you know, your relationship with the church, Big C, as a whole. You know, maybe... You know, maybe friendships aren't supposed to be restored that you want to. Maybe yeah. you are supposed to have different friendships that restore you. So it's not so much necessarily, you know, like you said, that it, oh, yeah, it's going to be... getting back what you lost, yeah. Right. It's going to be, you know, getting back something that you lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, lost friendships, so you're going to regain friendships. You're going to restore yeah. friendships, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that it says the oil of joy for mourning. You know, when they used to anoint people with oil, back in those, you know, in in the Bible Mm -hmm. times, they used to literally dump oil on you. Yeah. And it used to just soak through your clothes. Mm -hmm. It, It was all over you. So I feel like the oil... Of joy, like you're gonna be joyful no matter what. Yeah, it's just going to cover you, and um, you know I think that's that's a, a beautiful verse, and and it just makes me think of, you know, like your one of your favorite verses, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was looking up that passage because I'm uh, I, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Um, of course, I guess I don't really want to turn it into a sermon, but I'm glad that you went there that you pointed out that that the oil um, of joy is that uh, the word for oil actually translates to fatness. Because, like you said, the oil ran down. Then the term of the the Hebrew, the word fatness, is like a fatted calf led in the stall. Another passage says it means that it's fully covered. It's fully taken care of. It's fully um, engulfed. Obviously, because in Old Testament, if you if you were fat, it meant you had plenty of food. Right. Um. So 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 no. I, I'm glad that you said that. But I think that's a good place to start because, like I said, I don't want to turn it into a sermon, and we don't want these episodes to be very long. Um. Oddly enough, these are the shortest episodes we've probably ever done. Um. But we don't want to beat a dead horse, but we also don't want to extend it longer than it needs to. We just simply want to come and and share our heart, share our vision. And as you can hear that loud clinging, Bethany made uh, lemonade slushies for us. And apparently when I picked up my glass, uh, that uh, the coaster, I always want to call it a cup holder, the coaster <laughs> came crashing down onto the desk. But anyway, um, that's what we wanted to do. Um, so thanks for tuning in this week. 
we hope that you have kind of not only found vision or understood the vision of our ministry, we also pray that as we understand the vision for our ministry, we pray that God would give you an understanding of the vision for your life um, because vision is very important. Um, without vision, people perish, Scripture tells us. Mm-hmm. Without a direction, without an, an, ins- an insight from the Lord, people perish. You walk around in confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pray that you will find vision in your own life, and I pray that you will come alongside of us as we go through this. So as we always end, John eight thirty six, whom the Son sets free. is free indeed. And that's what we want you to remember, guys. Have a fantastic week.